Hello children and welcome to another episode of Tall Tales for Sleepy Heads. Today's story is The Talking Shoes. Do you know children that shoes were one of the first things created by our ancestors? It was necessary to protect their feet from jagged rocks, hot or cold surroundings, and nasty creepy crawlies. that seemed to be everywhere shoes show up regularly across history there are ample references to shoes in the egyptian the chinese and the other early civilizations fairy tales also cannot do without shoes remember puss in boots cinderella the winged sandals And of course today we bring you Enid Blyton's wonderful tale The Talking Shoes. So listen up and listen tight. Once upon a time there was a little girl called Jennifer. She walked a mile to school each day and back and that was quite a long way. Sometimes it rained and then she took her mac sometimes it was cold and she took her coat and sometimes it was very hot and she wore no coat at all but a shady hat in case she got sunstroke one day she set out in sunshine it was a sunny autumn day jennifer was wearing a short coat and lace up shoes and her school hat She ran along singing a song she was learning at school. Ta da 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 ta Ta da 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 ta I am having a wonderful day. And just as she was singing this wonderful day song, do you know what happened? Halfway to school, a great black cloud came up and it began to pour with rain. how it poured you should have seen it the rain came down like slanting lines of silver and big puddles came all along the road jennifer stood under a tree to shelter herself when the rain stopped she ran out into the road again and stepped right into a most enormous puddle it was deeper than her ankles and So she wet her shoes and socks dreadfully. Goodness gracious, said Jennifer in dismay. Now look what I have done. I shall have to sit in school with wet shoes and socks all morning and I shall probably get an awful cold. She walked along very sadly thinking of how she would sneeze and cough the next day. And then she passed by a little yellow cottage where a dear old lady lived all alone. The old lady was shaking the crumbs off her tablecloth for the birds in the garden and she called to Jennifer who knew her well. "Oh dear, oh dear, did you get caught in that rainstorm?" "Yes, I did," said Jennifer sadly. And just look at my shoes and socks. I stepped into a puddle and they are wet through and through. Oh dear me, that's very dangerous, said the old woman at once. 
Come along in and I'll see if I can lend you a pair of my stockings and a dry pair of shoes. I have very small feet, so maybe I can manage something for you. So Jennifer went into the tidy little cottage and the old lady found a pair of lace-up shoes for Jennifer and a pair of socks. There, she said, these will do nicely. They are a pretty red color, the socks are, and you will have matching them with your dress. Put them on, my dear, and I will dry your wet things and have them ready for you by the time you pass by from school. Jennifer put on the socks and then she put on the shoes. They had big tongues to them and long laces, but they were very, very comfortable. They felt nice and dry too. Thank you, said Jennifer gratefully. I will try not to tread in any more puddles with these on. She skipped off to school. The old lady stood at the gate and called after her. Oh, Jennifer, just a minute. I completely forgot to tell you. Don't be naughty at school today, will you? You will be very sorry if you are. Huh, how funny thought Jennifer. Why should I have to be specially good today? I don't know. Now Jennifer was not very good at school. Do you know what all the things she did at school? She whispered and talked in class. Do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? Especially when she shouldn't. She made a mess in her writing book instead of keeping it nice and tidy. And she always pulled the plates of the little girl in front and she pinched the boy next to her because she didn't like him. So you see, she really wasn't a very good child at school. She didn't see any real reason why she should be good that day. So she was up to her usual tricks and she did not even try to be good. She picked up her number book so roughly that a page tore in half. And then a funny thing happened. A voice spoke in the silence of the classroom. A rather deep down husky voice that no one had ever heard before. Careless girl, isn't she? said the voice. Did you see how she tore her number book? Yes, I did said another voice, just as deep down and husky. She ought to lose a mark for that. Who is that talking? asked the teacher Miss Brown in astonishment. Jennifer went red. How dare somebody talk to her and about her like that? She wondered if it was the little boy next to her. And you know what she did? She pinched him slyly. A voice spoke loudly again. Did you see Jennifer pinch the little boy next to her? Isn't she cruel? A most unkind child, agreed the second voice. I don't think I like her. Who's talking like that about me? cried Jennifer in a rage. It sounds like somebody on the ground, said Miss Brown, puzzled and alarmed. 
everyone looked on the floor nobody was hiding beneath the tables or desks but children have you guessed what it was that was talking i think you have you're all smart children it was the tongues of the two borrowed shoes they chattered away to one another and were most surprising to hear i think she has a very cross face don't you said one tongue it's a pity she doesn't look in the mirror then she would see how horrid she looks when she keeps frowning will you stop talking whoever it is cried miss brown and she rapped on her desk quiet silence in the class the shoes held their tongues and stopped talking for a while they were frightened of miss brown the class settled down to write they were all copying from the blackboard jennifer was not trying very hard when she opened her desk to get out her pen her book fell with a thud on the floor good gracious said one tongue to the other just look at jennifer's dreadful handwriting did you ever see anything so awful really i'm sure she can write better than this oh come on maybe poor thing she can't write any better said the other tongue flapping a little look at that mistake if i were her teacher i would make jennifer redo the entire thing oh oh cried jennifer stamping her foot and bursting into tears i won't stand this who is saying these horrid things about me i can't imagine jenny said miss brown all i can say is that the things are perfectly true it is a shocking thing that a girl of 10 should write so badly and be so untidy jennifer picked up her book sulkily and put it on her desk the shoes chatted together again look she's got her horrid sulky face on now isn't she a most unpleasant child i wonder how many mistakes she will make on her next page jennifer gritted her teeth and made up her mind to make no mistakes at all she wrote a really beautiful page and showed it to miss brown oh my god jennifer i have never seen such nice writing from you before cried miss brown you see she can do it if she tries said one shoe she's just too lazy to do it all the time i'm not lazy i'm not lazy cried jennifer and she stamped her foot that gave the shoes such a shock that they said nothing at all for an old hour then it was time for geography a lesson that jennifer didn't like she leaned over and pulled the hair of the little girl in front of her the little girl squealed ow somebody pulled my hair she cried miss brown looked up crossly was it you jenny she asked no miss brown said jennifer untruthfully ooh ooh said one shoe to the other isn't she untruthful really 
Oh, untruthful, cowardly and unkind, said the other shoe. Why doesn't somebody punish her? Jennifer glared around at everyone, thinking that somebody must be playing a trick on her talking like this. But everyone was as astonished as she was. Who is talking? cried Miss Brown quite alarmed. I don't like this. I shall put the talkers into the corner if I hear any more noise. Fancy! She'd put us in the corner, giggled a shoe. Well, if she put us in a corner, she'd have to put Jenny there too. Perhaps we'd better not talk, said the other shoe. I believe we are disturbing the class and the other children a little. So they said no more until it was time to go home. Then Jennifer went sulkily to the cloakroom and took down her hat and coat. Another child got in her way and she gave him a push that knocked him right over. Isn't she rough? said the shoe, shocked. Did you see her push that little boy right over? If she did that to me, I would kick her. And I'd trip her up, said the other shoe fiercely. Horrid girl, do you suppose anyone in the world likes her at all? I expect her mother does, said the first shoe. Mothers are funny. They always love their children, even when the children are horrid and rude to them. I should think Jennifer is rude to her mother, wouldn't you? Jennifer had had enough. She sat down on a bench and began to cry. I'm I'm not rude to my mother. I'm not. I'm not, she wept. I love her. I'm kind to her. Oh, who is it saying these unkind things about me? I may behave horribly sometimes, but I can be good when I try. I don't believe that, do you? said one shoe. No, said the other. She couldn't be good. She's one of the really spoilt children we've heard about. The other children laughed. They were sorry for Jennifer, but they couldn't help thinking it would do her good to hear these things. She went off crying bitterly, puzzled and unhappy. The shoes talked on and on. They chatted about Jenny's bad writing and her wrong sums and her pinching and pushing and her untidiness and the messes she made. Jenny sobbed and cried all the way to the little yellow cottage where the old lady was waiting for her at the gate. Dear, dear, she said when she saw Jennifer coming along with red eyes and tear-stained cheeks. What's the matter? Have those shoes been wagging their tongues too much? Shoes? Wagging their tongues? said Jenny in amazement. Whatever do you mean? Well, those shoes I lent you this morning can be most tiresome, said the old lady. They belong to my great-grandmother, you know, and they were made by a magician, so it is said. They have tongues, of course, just as your own lace-up shoes have. But these shoe tongues can talk, and talk they do. They are real chatterboxes. I hope 
they didn't say anything unkind oh no we only spoke the truth cried the two shoe tongues together and they flapped themselves about in the shoes jennifer looked down in amazement she took off the shoes very quickly indeed so they were the talkers she said the tongues of my shoes oh my god i never knew shoe tongues could talk oh my dear they all could at one time said the old lady that is why they were called tongues you know because they spoke but they did say the silliest and the most tiresome things so now very few of them are allowed to talk i can't stop the tongues in this pair of shoes though that's why i called out to you to be good this morning because i knew the shoe tongues would talk about it if you were naughty i shan't be quite so naughty in future said jenny beginning to smile you know i didn't like it i didn't like it today i don't like to be thought lazy and stupid and horrid lend me your shoes in a month's time and see if they can say heaps of nice things about me for a change will you certainly said the old lady slipping jenny's own shoes back on the girl's feet how cross they will be if there is nothing naughty they can chat about i would like to hear what they say in a month's time wouldn't you and children what would your shoe tongues say if they could speak i wonder do tell me in the comments and let me know and in the meantime good night sweet dreams and bye bye